welcome to the Weather of the Mind podcast. I'm your host, Doug Krish. Good day to you. So I decided to do an episode where we talk about the coronavirus, the novel coronavirus, because this is what's on everyone's mind right now, and I wanted to offer my two cents, a little bit of perspective, some general thoughts, and then basically some of the positives in terms of growth that we can gain from this challenge, right? I'm always looking at keep growing, keep learning, living and learning. Challenges are going to come. It's inevitable. Chaos is going to come. It's inevitable. It's how we learn to respond to these challenges that's fascinating. And here we have an example of a chaotic situation, a challenging situation that is not our personal situation. It is not our family situation or even our communities. This is a global challenge. So on every level of human society, we have an opportunity to grow, to grow as teammates, to grow as we are side by side in this challenge, in this battle against this virus. It's almost like you think of the some of these alien movies where the, you have this foreign entity attacking the earth and suddenly all the humans have a moment of, oh, wow, we are on some level on the same side. We are alive on this planet in the middle of the great unknown together. Here's an opportunity to come together against a shared challenge. Now, this shared challenge is a very, very small entity. And it's not even a microorganism because it's debatable whether viruses are even alive. But they are an entity made of proteins and some fats and some RNA, some genetic material. And they basically live off their host cells. The key word what I've learned in this virus is not corona. It is novel. Novel coronavirus. Corona refers to the actually the shape of the virus. You've seen pictures of it now. It is basically a sphere, but it has these protrusions, and those are what makes it crown-like, aka corona. Corona just means crown-like. So, like the crown of a king or a queen, it has these points to it. So, the coronavirus. But the key word is novel. And I've heard some people argue, well, it's just like the flu. The flu kills people every year. The, you know, the flu has a, a 1% uh, or some percent death rate. You know, people say it's like the flu. But the key is that it's novel. And novel means that there is no herd immunity. There is no natural exposure and tolerance and, and resistance to this new virus. It's kind of like when the Europeans came to North America, they brought viruses where there was no exposure to and it, it really destroyed populations. The key thing, as I can tell, there's a lot of information flying around, but the key thing is that self-distancing and containment and Scaling down large-scale events for the next two to three months seems to be the best strategy and seems to really be worth it. And here's why. We're never going to fully contain it, and eventually people will be exposed to it. But the slower the virus expands like a tidal wave around the world, 
the greater we have, we have more time to build up vaccines and more time to build up natural herd immunity. So containment by saying, by canceling events, by having students take their classes online, by not having fans at sporting events, this is a way of slowing down the growth. And this slowing down the growth, if it goes from doubling every 10 days to doubling every 20 days, well, after a few months, this makes the world of difference. So that's my two cents on strategy. Containment is good. I hope sports continue to go on, even without fans, because I think sports are a great part of life and we can still enjoy them. And sports are really good for morale. Before I go any further, I want to offer sincere thoughts and prayers for, I guess, everyone. I mean, we are in this together, but especially those who are working working on addressing this, working on in the hospitals, working with patients, thoughts and prayers. A friend asked me last week how to, how to deal emotionally with the stress, the anxiety of the coronavirus. And I told her, you got to look at life like a river. And we are, we're flowing on this river. And we have some say about where we flow and, and, how, and where we end up and how we push ourselves. But there are so many other factors. There is so much chaos in the system, so much movement, ebbs and flows that are out of our control. There is wisdom in understanding this and accepting it and focusing on what we are able to control and doing the best we can. So what we are able to control is trying to be as strong as possible when we might get sick. The interesting thing is by lowering our stress levels, we're stronger. So it benefits us and it makes us stronger to accept our level of control and not control in the world. It's kind of a complex little situation, but very fundamental to human psychology and human health doing the best with what we can, and letting the rest go. I want to share where my brain goes with some of these studies of corona lately. I got two books out of library yesterday that I'm really excited about. I was Googling the term black swan just to see what came up because black swan is a completely unexpected event that happens throughout history, like 9-11. Classic black swan. No one saw it coming and it completely changed everything. Here with the coronavirus, this would be considered a black swan event because no one saw it coming and it, it's changing everything. So when I was searching the black swan, there was an author of a book called The Black Swan who I hadn't heard of before, Nassim Nicholas Talib. And I took out a book by his, which is his magnus opus. And it's called Anti-Fragile, Things That Gain From Disorder. So in his general thesis, as I understand it after reading the first uh, first little bit, is that there's fragile and there's robust, but there's also anti-fragile. And imagine the river image we had before. So robust might be creating a little hut on the side of the river that allows you shelter and allows you comfort, and allows you security. But the river ebbs and flows, and the tides 
you know, not the tides. The river ebbs and flows and the storms come and the house is eventually destroyed. So anti-fragile would be something that is maybe something that is more responsive to the inevitable chaos and something that even is strengthened or in its, I don't know, it may be some sort of uh, house on a boat on that river would be an example of anti-fragile. The other book I picked up is Anxious Kids, Anxious Parents by Wilson and Lyons. And I'm going to give this book a look, and if it's good, I'll review it and come back to it in a future podcast. And the reason I picked this up is the more I think about the importance of the youth, the, the really young children and their fundamental lessons, the zero to five-year-olds, the more I think about them and how we can do the best with them as possible, the more I go back to encouraging parents and encouraging parents that, and reminding parents that the best teacher, the greatest teacher of their children is their example. So here we have an example of a challenge that we're all dealing with. And to display some level of concern and, some, and then take that concern and come up with a strategy and then find some comfort in that strategy and then letting go. This is a process of avoiding an overwhelming anxious situation. To getting overwhelmed and anxiety in our kids is just showing us that this is normal behavior and they, they should get overwhelmed and anxiety. But to show them that the world is full of challenges and we can handle it. And we can do the best we can. And we might win and we might lose. But if we think about the best strategy and do the best we can, we can just let it go. So again, there's a lot of opportunities and challenge. And I think we can meet this challenge with great courage. Meet it with science and the knowledge of how viruses work. And meet it with wisdom, the wisdom to know what we control and what we don't control. And who knows, maybe a lot of great international camaraderie and teamwork will emerge from the whole experience. Thoughts and prayers. This is the Weather of the Mind podcast where we're talking about living and learning, nurturing healthy growth, taking care of our emotional selves, our families, our friends. Have a great day. Be safe. Bye-bye. Thank you.